Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. I'm Marcus Bronzy. And I'm Nick Bright. What's going on? Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you're going to kill some time with us. Before we go on with today's show, Nick, there's one place that the listener can go to to join the tribe, the fam, the How to Kill an Hour gang and find out about all the ways we're killing time and also get access to exclusive competitions, giveaways, etc, 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 etc. Where is that, Nick? Yeah, howtokillanhour.com forward slash news is where you need to go that's right how to kill forward slash news now on today's show we have got a very special guest is it bill no he's uh, not but spe- he's you'd kind of describe billy as a very ungrateful guest ungrateful uh, he's, he's the sort of guy that'll come to your house and you'll go hey man like do you want a drink and he'll be like right like hot drink or cold drink he'd say cold drink and then he'd be like what have you got and i'll be like squash or juice or something and then he'll go is that it like you got no cola, yeah. Got no lemonade, got no fizzy pop. Old school, that in it. Fizzy pop, you get <laughs> me. Uh, so yeah, we not got an ungrateful guest. We have got a grateful guest in here today. How you doing, David? You right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man. Please introduce yourself fully. Full name, please, sir. David Avery. Yes, that is the full name. That is you, man. And uh, you've been up to a lot, which I can't wait to discuss on today's show. Okay. Uh, you are an actor, right? I'm an actor, yeah. Professional. Professional actor with cameras and costumes. Get paid for it and everything, bruv. As opposed to a pretend one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, these pretend actors out here. Even though you pretend around. to be other people. I'm pretending to pretend to be, yeah. So you're a professional yeah. pretender. Professional pretender, you could say. Nice. So, so right now, we don't even know if he's being himself. Exactly. Oh, Inception. Oh. <gasps> Wow! You could just be practicing your craft at this moment in time. Jedi mind tricks right now, just mm. Mm. looking at him side mm. eye. Mm. <laughs> well, um, you've been up to some great stuff, and it'll be great for us to discuss that in our killer bit, which is at the okay. start of the show. We talk about how we've been killing some time. Uh, Nick Bright's also been killing some time. Uh, I've also been killing some time because mine is the most trivial. Can I go first? Because go I feel then. like if if we got, got out what David's been doing and what Nick's been doing to kill some time, my trivialness will not really resonate very well with you listening. You'd be like, oh, is that it? So if we start small and get bigger, is that a better way? Grower, not a shower. Grower, not a <laughs> shower. <laughs> Why not? I think I can live by that rule in life. I'm definitely more of a grower than a shower. Um, so yeah, um, I've been on the internet this week just cruising around looking at stuff and I thought I'd share something that I found quite funny. You might have heard of him. He's calls himself the first social commentator to rhyme over grime. Right, so this guy does social commentary over grime music. I'm a big fan of grime music. If uh, you're from the US, you don't know what grime is. It's like UK version of rap over a slightly faster beat, mm. and only we can do it. 
Yeah. I feel like only the UK can really do grime. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening from another part of the world and you feel like you can, you can have a go, yeah, but like making a cup of tea can only really be made over here in the exactly. UK. Like when, you go, like when you go abroad and, and they serve you up some beans that ain't Heinz. Hey, oh, come, on, yeah, come on, exactly. bruv. Come on, bruv. Come on, bro. And what's this talk I hear about over there? Beans isn't served for breakfast. Like yeah. beans is a weird breakfast that thing over here. So it's, dead. Yeah, it's man. Weird. When you yeah. go when you go to the States and it's like, you you guys eat beans? It's like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Get the beans out. <laughs> get me some beans, man. Like, what's it like? Over there you can get like a full breakfast. No, a full dinner for breakfast. That's cool. That's acceptable. Yeah. But I can't get beans. Can't get so beans. I get steak and chips. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> a whole cow on the plate. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Grime Journalist is his name. You can find him on Instagram and and um, also on Twitter as well. Now, I kind of like social commentary, but I like one type of commentary which he does, which is football related. He gives you football roundups over grime. So I'm going to give you an example of what the Grime Journalist does. You can let me know what you think of it, guys. The Premier League game week 35. Arsenal Wenger said he's stepping down. Then Arsenal beat West Ham 4-1. West Brom 2. Liverpool 2. The Baggies came back from 2-0 down. Stoke 1. Burnley 1. It looks like the Potters are going down. Man City 5. Swansea 0. Watford 0. Palace 0. Everton 1. Newcastle 0. Walcott scored the winner still. Semi-finals of the FA Cup. Tottenham yeah, they went 1-0 up. Delhi Ali started dancing and that's when Man United turned up. There we go, bruv. I kind of like it because as, as an Arsenal fan, I'm very happy that Wenger's left. And uh, as an uh, Arsenal fan, I'm happy that Tottenham lost. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, though? I mean, the beat's Aggie. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't like, I didn't necessarily enjoy his um, his rhyming still with still. Like the same uh, word twice. You know what I mean? I mean, only Wiley's allowed to get away with that. Only so many words rhyme with nil, though. Still. Still. Bill. Phil. Till. There's loads. Lil, kill. kill. All right, so you Real. reckon he needs more, he needs more in there. He needs to expand the vocab a bit, you know, if I'm being hypercritical, but it's a good idea. I think social commentary is good over grime. Why I'm not? a fan of grime. And grime improves everything. Like It's just made the football score. Like, if the football scores were delivered like that, I guarantee you there'd be a surge in listenership. What, anywhere that is. Delivered. What we should do, right, because I've been working a bit with BBC Sport. Mm-hmm. I should show the guys there and be like, you don't want to attract a younger audience. You know? What you need yeah. to do is just get rid of the old bread that does the football results. You know, it's always an old person. Have you noticed that? You know, when they go, now we're going to go over to blah, blah, blah for the classified results. And there's always a guy that sounds like he's in a rocking chair with a pipe in his mouth. <laughs> it's bored, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And it's like, West Brom one, yeah. Arsenal four. It's like yeah. always like super old. Like, how about we just bin him off, get rid yeah. of him. I mean, it ain't got long left anyway, you know what I mean? So get rid of him. And then we can get the young social commentary grime dude in. Can you imagine all the old people at home? Oh, I'm ready for the nice results. <laughs> <laughs> this is the lovely results. <laughs> and then bang, 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 bang. Oh like, just be sick. <laughs> What do you think of it, David? I yeah. like it. I, I'm def- I'm a fan of grime as well, so I'm liking. I, I like how it's kind of um, rippling out into other things and, okay. and it's getting creative. It's not just the, the the how it started. So I would listen to that definitely. Okay. When you say you're a fan of grime, you are you a recent fan of grime, no, or have you no, been a fan no. of grime for a while? I've been a fan of grime for a long time before it was called grime. Um, so when it was, I guess there was many names for it back in the day, mm. like Esky Beat. Sublow okay. Garage Yes right uh, Two Step um, Many different So yeah like But I'd say Wiley's Kano's first album And Dizzy's first album Were just like 
childhood right there just okay turning off in ice home sweet home nice yeah so, so like the real foundation stuff yeah, the foundation yeah, yeah, albums yeah. and the grind scene and so solid as well which again they were more garage really back in the day mm. that, that was the entry point that in was wasn't it like point. so solid heartless um like uh, more fire all mm. those guys more came fire, from yeah. like originally from garage and that was kind of when it started morphing into grime mm. yeah, mm. yeah 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 definitely man good times man I feel like I was happy that I was around when that sort of music mm. was fresh and brand new on the streets. Bro. Yeah, but now it's drill, bro. Drill's the new grime, innit? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe because it's it's not for me. Like, I'm a little bit older. Maybe yeah, yeah. it don't connect with me. I think it's all right. Marcus but, there yeah. with the brandy glass in hand. I'm more, I'm more mature now. With, with the <laughs> Arsenal now. <laughs> Marcus sitting there listening to Home Sweet Home just like, I'm, I'm more mature now. Yeah, <laughs> Some men don't like me. They try and bad mind me. <laughs> pop, pop. Pop them we out. <laughs> oh I don't God. understand this drill stuff though. It's not for me. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. But it's just I don't know, man. You know, I don't know what drill to is. Say. I'm sitting here. What do you mean by drill? What's drill? So like section boys, yep, yep. Um, you know, six seven stuff like that. Like okay. the, the kind of it's kind of like UK rap, but a bit faster. Right, than, right, right. Than so it's somewhere in between maybe hip hop and grime. Yeah, almost. And it's, and it's very kind of aggressive. And okay. like um, they talk about trap houses a lot and stuff okay. like that it's, it's kind of like what the, the young people are listening to now and now drill is massive especially topically with all the things that are going on in london okay. with um a lot of a lot of young people you know suffering violence and stuff mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i don't know if you've seen any of the news but people are talking about drill music being an influence on the violence and things like that right so, right right like it's in the spotlight at the moment but they were saying that as well with grime back in the yeah. day like i remember do you remember when powell was coming on mm-hmm. the clubs and like the band that yeah it was banned when powell, mm-hmm. it was banned because yeah. there was so much energy when it came out and, and so. they, did, they did the same with gangster rap in the u.s it's just the easy yeah. thing to blame it's quite secular yeah, yeah the way yeah, the yeah, culture does that yeah but um oh, was, was i meant to play some drill i thought you were looking for oh, some drill but you know instead you're on tinder bruv I don't know what you're doing you're gonna feel like it's quite grimy though uh, it's like it's like UK it. trap yeah 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 shout out to Jammer Beats on the beats on this one money every on the trip. drop Trap trap, yeah. trap, 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 yeah. trap, 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 in the trap house, yeah, house of trap, trap in the house, trapping them out, clapping them out. So there we go, yeah. There's some, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah, drill yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and 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 also like not to not that this is like a hardcore music podcast. We talk about loads of different things, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but like a, a lot of it comes from, or a lot of the guys model their flow and sound on gigs actually yeah right, so i was when, gonna say yeah, when gigs yeah, yeah. Came through, it's very kind of like low-key as opposed to grime the mcs are very like high energy still emceeing it isn't it still kind it's of fast, it's so yeah, high energy yeah, yeah, yeah. as well like when you watch a grime artist it's very like up there but like a lot of uh, drill artists mm. it's like that the whole point is to be almost like calm yeah it's like super calm right, calm right, with right. it man very reclined very reclined yeah, yeah. Okay. so yeah, that's how i've been killing some time basically i've been listening to to some grime via with some social commentary man so shout out to yourself if, if you want to check out a bit more of the grime journalist check that out man get me <laughs> uh how you been killing some time on it right well what i've been doing actually is uh is in this very room where we are right now i've been playing with the nintendo switch but not just any old nintendo switch the nintendo labo Joy-Con one and two packs. And I don't mean two pack Shakur. I mean it's the one pack and a two pack. Yeah. Um and what that is, if you if you've if you've seen it but you're not aware of what it's called, it's the it's the cardboard stuff. 
that's the best way to describe it that's available for the Switch. So it's all different things that are made out of cardboard that you slot your Joy-Cons into and you can do loads of different things like play the piano, ride a motorbike, um, go fishing. There's one called a house where it's literally <laughs> like, I mean, it's in my, look, it's, it's in my hand right now. It's a, it's, it's literally a house made out of cardboard and it's got lots of different things that you like put into the side or the bottom or the, the 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 top or whatever and it it just does random things when you're playing the game i couldn't really work out what the hell i was doing i think we're gonna have a video um up on 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 the how to kill an hour website we will indeed so you'll be able to see it there but um yeah it's interesting there's there's loads of different variations of this as as i mentioned you can go swimming uh swimming fishing as well mm-hmm. which i gotta say Fishing is not the most addictive and like immediately gripping sport in inverted commas mm. um, in the world, but it's so addictive on this game slash annoying. I think Nintendo are the masters at making like annoying games <laughs> that you want to play more of. <laughs> like Super Mario is the king of that. You know what I mean? Even even like when you lose on Super Mario, whose idea was it? Right? Who in the in the Nintendo offices was like, I know what we're gonna do. Right? When you lose, which is annoying enough as it is. We're going to put an, a, a really irritating bit of music that just makes you even more annoyed. Like, what's all this about? Like, so, yeah, the fishing was very annoying because the th- the line snaps. If you get like a big fish on there, it's quite realistic, I guess, because that happens in real life. But yeah. when I'm playing a game, it's like once I got the fish on the hook, man, come on, I want the fish. Like, it's mad annoying when it breaks. Mm. And I'm like, I got I got to flip and go and get the fish again. What is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> but it's good, man. You did the house. Yeah. You did the fishing. Oh, Motor- I did, motorcycle? I did the motorcycle, which was live. It was That was easy for me because, you know, man's an R1 rider out here. You get me? No, I'm joking. I had a, I had a, I had a G- Jalera runner. SP, okay. SP125 back in the day. You get me? <laughs> Two stroke. Bored it out to 172 as well. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a, that yeah on a gas ting like so it's faster isn't it please explain to the listener wh- how you do that and what that is bro. so, so, so you expect it really yeah, like you, you, you basically like tweak it so that so it's it's 125cc when you get it we can do certain things to it that make it higher cc but you're not meant to do it because you're only allowed to ride up to 125 right um, so yeah basically when the police ain't going to come and get me now anyway what are they going to do 10 years later um, so yeah you, you put like a different exhaust on it air filter there's loads of different things you can do yeah. to it and you, you push it up to 17 I think it's 172 anyway I can't, I can't remember exactly was it 176 anyway you push it up and um, it, it just makes it faster did, and you could actually feel a lot of difference in it when you did yeah, it right? yeah I think so like it was a two stroke anyway like again this is this is the the music podcast that talks about <laughs> motorbikes, motorbikes <laughs> yeah. and tech. Um, yeah, it's because it is a two stroke. It was faster than a four stroke anyway. So now most most mopeds are four stroke right. because of something to do with the environment. I don't know. Spoiling the fun. Uh, <laughs> so when they were two stroke, they were they were a bit faster off the line, a little bit quicker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now they're all four stroke. All right. But whatever. I had so, a 50cc. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Come on. What did you have, baby? When I was 16 for uh, about a year, I had a 50. But I know what, what Nick was talking about. Yeah, I didn't... You had I the Jalera runner way. as well, did you? Or? It wasn't... No, it was Jalera. It wasn't a runner, though. It was like a, it was a black and yellow 50 basic one. And I had it for about a year. I had a lot of fun on it. And then I just wanted a car straight yeah, after. Yeah, with yeah. So, with, with a heater, funnily with a enough. Heater. Yeah. <laughs> like, because a moped, yeah, I'll tell you, in the summer... 
you can't beat it man yeah. it's so good in the summer when it's mm. hot and you're just like driving around but then in the winter when it's raining cold it. yeah it's not the one yeah, and also yeah. like back then i used to have like like real short hair now i got long hair that the, the helmet would kill me man if you put the helmet on and it was a hot day and then and then took the helmet off i don't think it's, your barnet was no my bar- no, but it's not even visor. that it just it wouldn't survive my, my barnet would just be like sideways i'll be going into <laughs> places looking like who's ready for an old school reference wurzel gummage wow yeah man took it back wow way back yeah wurzel gummage. gummage i reckon bit of producer bill's like i don't even know what wurzel gummage is yeah, see, he doesn't know what it is. He's keeping in contact with the youth there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's why we need him. Otherwise, yeah. we could just... You know, he's, staying rele- he's keeping us relevant, bro, yeah. just about... Whilst well, just sitting there with your brandy, listening to Home Sweet Home. <laughs> <laughs> going, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really into this drill. I've not got punchlines, <laughs> but I've got kick lines. <laughs> yeah, um, okay, cool. So you did the motorbike, so the variety kit, the O1 kit, that's what it's yeah. called, uh, the Toycon kit. Summary, what do you think of it? Like, is it, is it, uh, what are your thoughts on it? Because I'm going to be honest, I built it <laughs> and Nick played it. So from the building side of it, I thought it was pretty cool putting it together. What was it like playing it? Yeah, see that I like that's I, c- I, I imagine it's quite therapeutic to build it because um you know when I when I buy a furniture from IKEA, yeah. I quite enjoy building it. Is that is that an unpopular opinion? I uh, hate I hate, I hate well. IKEA. But I can see what you mean though. Like it, but it's, it's like the progress the, the like process mm. and the progress is nice. Like as you can see each bit getting closer to the end you're like this is this is looking good and then you just once you've done it you step back and you just take a look at it and go I did that. That's my work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, that's all right. That's yeah, how I yeah. felt. I don't get that when I'm putting together IKEA furniture that level of of excitement. But yeah, putting together the little bits and kind of seeing how stuff works kind of like yeah i was like oh cool it's, it's like the same thing man but um but t- to summarize yeah i thought it was i thought it was good the only thing i will say is that there's a lot of separate little pieces you know are they easy to lose are they easy to keep hold of are they easy to store i don't know it depends on your 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 personal scenario but i was i was doubtful with the soft i mean david's having a look at it now but pick that up if you want bro we're about to talk about that other bit of, of, of labo stuff as well it's, it's quite durable oh, right wow. the card because it's made out of card so it's kind of like He's got a big bit. Yeah, he's got a big yeah. bit that we'll talk about in a set. I can't wait to talk about that. So it's, I agree. They give you spare bits in it so, and they tell you this is a spare bit. Keep it safe. But I was saying when I first got my hands on this is like, what about, not if, when it breaks, it's cardboard. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Now they've got um, three sections, which is make, play, discover is their thing. And part of the, the make, they also give you a section to fix broken bits on it. So if bits break, they recommend how to fix it because they kind of know where the, the pressure points are yeah. and where things can wear down. It's like they've not just rushed this out. They've had a think about after use, what bits are going to get mashed. And because it's made out of cardboard, I, I kind of can see you hacking bits of it together. Do you know what I mean? To but, make bits work. But, but what if you've got A, children, <laughs> B, a pet. Cats like to like sharpen yeah, their claws on cardboard. Yeah, oh, dogs. Shit. Dogs like to chew yeah. cardboard. You know what I mean? You can't. I know. I know. Nintendo can't protect you against every eventuality in life, but yeah. I do think. What if it gets wet? If someone spills a drink on it, mm. it's cardboard, man. Like, yeah. Like, I suppose if somebody poured a drink on on most things, they wouldn't really. Yeah, survive. but I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like with your with your console it's normally like in front of the tv somewhere mm. like you know somewhere where you're not going to be swinging you know beer bottles or water bottles around your head yeah. but like with something like that the the the, the um, robot kit that you've just pulled out over there the, the backpack is massive like mm. where are you going to store that it's quite big it's it's basically 
bigger than a regular backpack, I would say. It's definitely like deeper than a regular backpack. It definitely looks like a year seven's backpack on their first day of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or it just makes you look like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like with a big, big half show on your back. I'd pay extra for that. And you can paint it green as well. Yeah. Um, We're we're talking about the Toy-Con kit too. So sorry, yeah, the Toy-Con kit one, uh, that's your thoughts on it basically, yeah? So you think generally Labo is cool, but you think the wear and tear could be an issue. And also it's, I I don't know, having... I haven't played it long enough to decide whether I think it could be a gimmick or not. Yeah. Because I only, I only been hands on with it for about an hour. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I enjoyed it and there's lots of variety, but after a while you might just go, oh, is this, is this a gimmick? Can I be bothered to get that out every time? I don't know. I mean, personally, I think it's got legs. The build, t- it's not like a toy that you'd get and build in a weekend. Like, yeah, I built the stuff just to get it out there and get it done for the show quick, but if you got kids or if you are a big kid like myself and you took some time with it and bought one of these packs, there's a good few weekends of fun. Plus, I think I think cardboard wise, I'm going to be honest, people are going to be out there selling wonky versions of this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I think Nintendo will be cool with it because they've sold the software because you, ha- you have to use the software with it and you get the cardboard with it. I think if you're to, to hack together your own bits or get some cheap bits of cardboard and remake broken bits, they'll be cool with that. Boom. But they also have extra levels to it. So there's like other things you can make that they recommend you can make you can go down to like a programming level and program stuff in so there's like a guitar apparently you can make with uh, the variety pack if you want to learn that and there's like an area of it discover where they kind of teach you how to how it works so like what bits inside the Nintendo Switch are doing what and how you can make your own things as well so I think like if you really wanted to sit down with it and mess around with it as kids do there could be spec for you to kind of do things that it wasn't designed for, like classic hacks. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, like when people jailbreak iPhones and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think they're encouraging it because there's a, a video that I saw when I was messing around with it real quick where someone was using the fishing rod, which Nick had, to make some other part of the variety pack work, which wasn't necessarily fishing. Do you know what I mean? So, it's quite interesting, quite interesting. But you had to go on that, right? The variety pack, there's a piano in there, and there's a, a motorbike in there, and there's a well, fishing, rod. fishing rod, that's house. it, and the house, the Tamagotchi house. Then you also had a go on the Toy-Con 2 robot kit. Yeah, now this is this was next level. Like like I said, we've already described it briefly. It's a massive backpack that you actually wear. <laughs> and then there's like four different bits. Like you strap a, a bit to each limb, literally. Mm. One one goes in one hand. Uh, the one in David's hand at the moment with the, with the green string, that goes on your foot. So yep. You strap that round one of your foot one of your feet uh, one on each foot one on each hand and you you are a, essentially a robot and there's, uh, there's a thing that goes on your head as well actually yeah the visor um, yeah. there's a visor there's a, a, which you can snap down and snap up like to yeah. make it look like you're a real superhero like whoosh, whoosh. Um, and you're, you're a robot and essentially in the game you roam around smashing up buildings and stuff um, cars buildings objects by literally throwing punches and walking what I will say is if somebody is watching you through the window and they can't see <laughs> the screen, I mean, it's just like VR in that sense, though. If somebody's watching you through the window playing VR, you're just going to look mad, you know? Like, and, and that is, with, with this, it reminded me of like, you know, you see those dudes, like the one-man band, and they've got like a drum <laughs> on their back, a cymbal, like a, a harmonica in their mouth. It just reminded me of that because you've got to like stomp both your feet and like punch both your hands and you just look a bit mad. That's yeah. the noise of it right there. 
Like, you, you do look a bit crazy, but once you get over that, it's quite fun. And there's lots of different things you can do within the game. You can, like, fly uh, by holding your hands a certain way. Uh, you can become a giant by lifting one leg and one arm, almost like um, the Karate Kid um, pose. Yeah, yeah. What was, it, what was the, the move called? Mantis. The crane. Was it the crane? That's the crane. That's it. The crane. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Like, almost like that. So you have to hold one hand yeah. up. So it's oh. not like that, but it's a whole hand up and yeah. a whole leg up, and then you turn into a giant. You know, I mean, that would have helped Karate Kid if you turned into a giant. You know? Yeah. I mean, 11 year old me wanted to be a Transformer and a Power Ranger. Well, yeah. now, now you can. Well, now I can. But with a massive kids. backpack on. Yeah, I don't. It's not that. What do you. What's, what do you got against the backpack, bro? It's just it quite, is quite chunky. I it's must quite say. deep, isn't it? That's the thing. It's very deep. It's not like slimline. It's like, it's pretty. Pretty chunky. Well, only because what I will say is the Switch has, has traded on being, um, well, just being portable. Yeah. Their whole thing is like, you can play me in your yard and then unplug me and go and play me. Remember the advert? Yeah. He's on the yeah. train and then he's on an aeroplane and it's like, he's playing mm. the Switch. Like, but yeah, the point I'm trying to make is not very portable, yeah. this stuff. Like, you know. I mean, let's be honest on it. If you really wanted to wear it down the street, you could. You could wear it down the street if you really wanted to. You would look amazing absolutely mental if you do that you send us a picture of you doing that but also one of the joy cons goes in the very back of the backpack someone could easily just like yeah like rub that out so you could de-joycon it and then just wear it for the fun to your mate's house just for a laugh there are verses uh, modes as well so if you had two of those you can actually go to your mate's house and play it I see I mean, kids loving that, mate. You, you got to have to have a, you're going to have to have a big living room for that with these two massive backpacks on your back. <laughs> mate. You know what I mean? That's only going to work in America where yards are big. All right. So in summary, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. You think it's a wicked product, fun to play, very big, need a bit of room for it. Yeah. And it's, a, it's an amazing idea. And, and I'll go on the record and say that I think Nintendo are definitely the most forward thinking um, console um, developer mm. most definitely yeah. like Microsoft and Sony do their thing with the PlayStation and the Xbox of course but like Nintendo they've just been there f- with, since since the since the original Wii I mm. guess they've just mm. been trying to think of new shit to do and this is just another another string to their bow yeah and sometimes it doesn't work like with the Wii U and yeah. other times it but it's does because, it's because the, the Wii U was just a hybrid of the Wii and it just didn't offer enough mm. it was almost a hybrid of the Switch and the Wii in, in terms of like the, the wireless controller and the and, and trying to offer some portability mm. away from the TV screen but it just wasn't enough it was just this weird massive controller with a screen in it just, just yeah it was a bit off key David, what are your thoughts? I know you're not you know you're not had a go on it yeah. yet, but what are your thoughts just looking at this at this device here? I'm very interested. It's definitely like Nick said that Nintendo are good for that for like game enthusiasts, I think. Mm. Like if you want to kind of push the boundaries and try different things. So I'd be interested to do it. This backpack, I wonder how comfortable it would be when you're playing though. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it depends what you're doing. Um but I definitely want to try out some of these things here. Definitely. Yeah, there's a lot in here. It looks like yeah. look, looks like a little toy shop in here, isn't it? It is like a little toy shop. It's cool. Like <laughs> I've, I've just I've just picked up the 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 motorbike. So oh right, yeah. The motorbike yeah, it's got rubber bands inside. Oh, that that when fun, you when yeah. you pull back the accelerate, when you twist the accelerator, it kind of pushes back. Got the brake. How close is that to the one seven two Jalira runner that you had? Mm-hmm. Well, I was just imagining that I was on a on a Yamaha R one. Okay. Um, you know, or a Kawasaki Ninja. Sorry to leave you waiting here, David, but I feel like no. what you do for a living is also kind of a killer bit, like, because we sometimes talk about shows and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So what would you like to talk about? Because you've been up to loads over the last year or so, man. And like, we're, we're seeing some great stuff popping out from your side, man. What would you, what, what, what do you want to start? 
Um, people go watch Troy. Yeah, yeah. So Troy's on at the moment. It's on BBC iPlayer. Yeah. The the whole series, and it was on every Saturday. Um, the last episode was on, I think, two weeks ago. Um, and that was wicked. Yeah, I did that in Cape Town, South Africa, last year. Um, filming, which was just yeah, uh, never been before, and. I was out there for a long time filming and it was just epic. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, Did you go Table Mountain and all that? Yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. Table yeah, Mountain, yeah. Lion's Head, saw the penguins a couple of times. I've I never been. It's one of the places on the list, man, doing yeah. all that, like jumping a cage, have a shark. The shark around yeah, you, yeah, did that as well. And that was, <laughs> was he shook? <laughs> I was shook. <laughs> yeah, I would be shook. Especially because there's that video of the shark jumping in the yeah, cage. You yeah, seen that? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I saw that after. But, um, <laughs> yeah, as we got there actually for that, they were giving us a safety speech and but you're in like three groups and you have a certain amount of time in the cage and because you, they're unpredictable wild animals you, they're saying look when you get an opportunity we say go in the cage go in the cage to get your money's worth so they're giving us the safety speech and before they'd even told us basic things they're like oh the sharks are here the sharks are here so get, get in, in get in get in <laughs> we're rushing putting on the suit didn't tell us much about the cage and how to hold the cage and stuff so i just went straight in and before i knew it they're shouting at me in particular saying your hands are I was holding the cage. It wasn't like they were outside, in uh, you know, exposed. But they were like, it should be on this part of the barrier. They can still nick away at your, like they could nibble oh if they wanted God. to. But it was fine in the end, and um, it was beautiful. Like they were just like majestic and a little beautiful. nibble. Yeah, a little didn't, nibble. didn't lose a finger. Then. Didn't have lose all your fingers. fingers. Have cool. all my fingers still. Cool, cool. So um, yeah, but that's Troy. So go and watch that if if you haven't yet. And it's on Netflix as well, um, worldwide. Um, and on DVD, I think that came out yesterday. And then also, um, I did an episode of An Urban Myth on Sky Arts and played Freddie Mercury. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, which was a lot of fun, yeah. And that story was backstage at Live Aid and told the story of all of those um, myths and different rock stars and, and what happened behind, uh, backstage. And so Elton John's in it, Status Quo, Freddie Mercury, uh, David Bowie, Sade, and it's a really fun episode. Did, did you have to do any singing? No singing, thank right. God, because I wouldn't want to put him to shame because that voice was amazing. Well, the only reason I asked is just because, like, the listeners could clearly hear you got quite a deep voice. Got a smooth yeah. ass yeah. voice, yeah. and yeah. Freddie Mercury's famed for having a bit more. Yeah, yeah but yeah, his singing there. voice is very it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you'd yeah. be able to reach that even if you wanted no, to. Uh, no, definitely. I tell you what, though, Nick, David made one heck of a convincing Freddie Mercury. Though, I ain't bro. seen it I'll be, in, I'll be interested Honestly, to see that like, you know? like I wouldn't have thought like if someone said oh, guess what you look like I would be like I wouldn't have picked that out but when I right, saw right. you dressed up like that in yeah, bruv yeah, yeah. very convincing yeah yeah I mean very I can I can, now that you I can say, see it now I, yeah, yeah I wouldn't have picked it but now you say it I can see it but like, how long did it take like hair and makeup and all of that for, for Freddie Mercury well they were gonna make me a moustache but I was growing it anyway and then by the time we got to the shoot my muscles was long enough and I said just F it let's just keep the it'd be always better that way instead of having something glued on you and then feeling uncomfortable when you're feeling and sweating and stuff so it was my own moustache but then I kind of wore it for a few weeks and went to auditions with it and met people and they're like that's a bold choice yeah. <laughs> I was like no no I can explain <laughs> um, I'm playing Freddie Mercury yeah, 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 a minute, honestly trust me, I swear to God I am it's not a line um, so yeah and then no, everything else was me um, and then oh yeah I had some prosthetic teeth right the, the the upper teeth um because that was another very distinctive thing about freddie so yeah have you ever been like like properly in prosthetics before in, in your in your career because i don't i done something a little while back just uh just 
on for, for my radio show on One Extra, um, we got invited down to a, a makeup artist who does like crazy monster-like prosthetics, and she made me into a Minotaur. That's obviously like next level because it's like my whole yeah. face was covered in like. Is it like, like latexy? Yeah, it's yeah, like it's yeah, like yeah, rubbery yeah, yeah. stuff. You, it looked like you look well different. Like it, it was, was ridiculous. Layers, yeah, I mean, I would find a picture, but it would take me forever to find it. But um, have you ever been made up into anything that you're not yet? No, nothing like that. Um, the only other thing I did, which was on Troy, funnily enough, was um, towards the end of the series, without giving spoilers away. I like I, I get mashed up quite bad so I, there was a, a whipping scene so my my back my back i had to they made like a rubber cast that would fit my back and then it was actually rigged with some tubes that would like let blood out ah. oh wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah they so went then, in yeah they went in and then there's scarves to the face and that took a while but nothing like kind of lord of the rings ish like um mm. like goblins or anything like no, that. No, nothing no. like that yet your character really goes through it though in the in the in, yeah. in, in troy though don't don't they um yeah, like yeah. Well, I don't, no, I don't want to give it away, I but know, they have a, a, a real interesting time. How, how's the best way we can negotiate that happening without spoiling what happens in the show? Well, he's, so my character's called Xanthius and he's a servant, a loyal servant to Odysseus and arrives with uh, the Greeks and Odysseus at the beginning, but he's sent into Troy undercover. So he's the spy of Troy. I was the spy of Troy. So the story just goes that I kind of befriend some Trojans and get c- close to one family. So just like on paper for the drama, it was great because the ca- the character has like conflict where he he starts to really care for this Trojan family, but you know they're meant to be his enemy. Mm. But at the same time, he's on a mission to protect Helen, um, and basically be the uh, the messenger from the from Troy to the Greek camp. And as a story kind of progresses, he gets deep deeper in the narrative, basically, and the safety of Helen and the the outcome of the war. And yeah, like everything after that, without spoiling it, um, you know, he he runs into some trouble, and um, yeah, but every everyone does. It's like it's it's a story of Troy, like it's war. Everyone mm. in some way gets touched by war mm. in this show. Um, so yeah, he went through it. When, yeah, it's exciting. When, when you're shooting stuff, I always like to ask actors and actresses, like when when you're shooting. Uh, shows you, you hear a lot of um, you know people from that industry say well I, I've, I've got no idea what's going to happen because you know when you shoot it it's all in a weird order you don't really know what's going but you must kind of get the gist of what's going to happen because you've been there and actually done it yeah that's true but funnily enough with this actually so my character Xanthus was an original written character for the show everyone else exists in some form in the Iliad in, in the original text of Homer so my character was brand new so I had an like a new journey to 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 play with and um i did kind of know the journey from the start um the, of what would happen but there were things changed as we went right so at one point i was gonna maybe kill this person over here and then that completely changed but i made it out in the end uh, thank god my character made it but yeah there were changes and tweaks as as we went okay yeah okay. yeah yeah do you know what? Something that we talk about, this is a quick digression, David, on the show quite a lot, is how Netflix is changing the way that we, because this is technically mm. a tech podcast, I mean, a little bit today. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we talk about how Netflix is kind of changing the way that we consume TV and there's talk, you know, episodes that we've had about Netflix wanting to take over cinema and even buy cinema mm. very recently. Oh, wow. Um, from your point of view as an actor, like what's, and especially you've worked on a production that's, is it BBC and Netflix at the same time? A, yeah, co-production, so yeah. what are actors' opinions on Netflix and the way they're kind of changing the amount of content that we're getting out there and how people consume it? I think it's generally, from an actor's point of view, it's generally good because 
they've created more work. All these mm. streaming, uh, like Amazon and Hulu's, they're creating more work for us just on a ground level. There's, there's more series. They're also longer periods of time. So you don't just drop in. You can, you know, you could be part of a series now for a couple of months and then you come back the year before if they, if they um, green light it for another series. Um, as a viewer watching Netflix, um, I know there's a lot, yeah, a lot of debates going on about because uh, did they get left out of some film festivals yeah, as well? Yeah, they left and out of certain film festivals. So the Cannes film festival. Yeah. Cannes, yeah, and I think some Sundance, some okay. other stuff as well, because they're not theatrical releases. Because it only gets released yeah, on it gets released online yeah, straight so, away. Right, right, so right. Bright, the Will Smith movie, was uh, which only, was Netflix yeah. only, couldn't be yeah. up for any awards. And that was big budget as well. Yeah, yeah. Big There's been a few. Film. I mean, like yeah. Annihilation. I think when I run into you, we yeah. quickly spoke about something like Annihilation. I mean, they're getting Hollywood budgets, Hollywood actors, I guess. Um what do I mean? I'm just I'm just an actor, really. I mean, I I would want to I wouldn't want to I don't want to see any boundaries with that actually. Yeah. Um. I don't think I guess the privilege of an actor is you don't need to get caught up in those politics. Like I will work on I just want to work on good things. Um. And it can all be found, you know, whether it's Netflix or um, terrestrial TV. It, people will find it. The audience will find it. And so with Troy, for example, uh, we were on Saturday night on BBC, and we and we did well, but I think with the TV audiences changing anyway, like my only way to gauge how popular it is was like social media, but Saturday night audiences with something like Troy might be a mature audience anyway. They're not on social media. So mm. it was like, are we resonating at all? Um, but we were. But then when we went on Netflix, it's it's kind of a naturally a little bit more younger audience. It's international mm -hmm. anyway. So then the social media traffic coming in from that was just more. Yeah. So it's not to say it did better or worse. It's just Netflix platform is more familiar with cert with certain people. Do you know what I mean? And we heard that way. So, but then all the channels have online now. They, you've got iPlayers anyway. But, but I I hear what you're saying with mm. with Netflix, especially if it's a Netflix original, because that means mm. it, it it can or a Netflix production or whatever. That means it will be in in all the international markets, right? I think so. Generally, yeah. you know. So for for young British actors, I feel like it's a really, really interesting time because um, not only are loads of British actors being taken onto you know big movies anyway, mm -hmm. but if you get a break on a Netflix series or season or whatever, mm. you know that's international. Mm. You know, yeah, Michaela yeah, yeah, Cole, yeah. who's been doing her thing over here for a while from chewing gum and stuff, but yeah. she was in um, Black Mirror. I think she was in because uh, was it season four just came out? Yeah, there's a she, lot of good yeah. Brits in that. Yeah, she was yeah, in yeah. season three as well, mm -hmm. and uh, I think she was a flight attendant in, in one episode right. in season three. And from there, she's obviously <laughs> kept that relationship. And now, like she was in, she was in two seasons, uh, two episodes of season four, I think, mm -hmm. or maybe three even. And and because of that, you know, she's probably going to get more work now. Yeah, 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 just yeah, internationally, yeah, yeah. and that's that that as you mentioned for, for actors can only be a good thing it is only a good thing so for, from my perspective I'm I'm all for it and like I said I'm just more about like the scripts and the quality yeah. and then you know the politics is is without outside of my realm right now yeah but yeah of course I think it's all good I mean look it's c competition you know like if Netflix are making some good movies they are making some good movies I've checked out like Annihilation and, and I haven't seen Bright yet but um, I think they're all good so yeah. I think there's enough space for everyone Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One well, really, mm. I think okay. That's good. It's interesting to hear it from your point of view because, it, you know, we've not heard from Voice Life over the acting side of things. And to, mm. actually, further what you said, though, Nick, Letitia Wright, Mm. she went the other way around so Black Mirror and then we saw her on Black Panther and then you know we're going to see her in stuff like you know Infinity Wars and stuff like that yeah. you know mm. what I mean so mm. it's interesting so is Netflix is respected in the, in the acting I think so yeah, yeah yeah. alright cool what's the difference between doing something that's like a, a real period piece and then stepping into some comedy like Borderline well the periods kind of come later actually mm. the, the period work so um, comedy I've done from the beginning and actually Borderline was um, also picked up by Netflix really so yeah okay. we got getting like, that Netflix so, love Netflix out here, you know? yeah. Netflix money so yeah. we were here in the UK and then when it went international on, on Netflix yeah again we just had this new audience in Canada and America and other places and thanks to Netflix <laughs> like they picked mm. that up um What's it like? I mean, yeah, it's it's good. I wanted to do something that, like Troy was, yeah, to be in that time in that world. Because usually, I guess, in more, I don't know, if something like The Crown, maybe you know, it's harder for me to fit in that world. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with Troy, yeah, you know, more ancient times, um, I fit into those that world. So it was good to do. Um, but I always try and incorporate some lightness, let's say, in every role I do. So if it is still hard drama, mm. I don't put, um, I don't restrict myself from being like that character can't smile still or mm. have a good time. Mm. Mm. Um, obviously, it might not be as big as, say, Brothers of No Game or Borderline. Even though Borderline was um, mockumentary, so being big wouldn't have worked anyway. But um, yeah, it's about a character. Like I think. Yeah, I don't take myself too seriously with that. So um, I'll try and make the character. I like characters enjoy themselves. So whatever you're doing, even if he's a bad guy or like in, in Troy's Anthes is a spy, there's and and you're reading text that it's so easy to feel like it can it can make you quite rigid, like the you Helen, my lady. Like you can easily feel. But I think the the point, and maybe this is why they wanted me and other actors um, to to make it earthy was a word I kept hearing, like to make it kind of natural versus too colloquial and, and too, um, 
you know, you got to connect with the text. Mm-hmm. So, so do you work like a lot of your own stuff onto the script then? You'll get the script and then do you kind of, I don't know, like blur the edges between yourself and what you've been presented with? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got like, you know, I've got quite a London accent. So I wasn't like out there like, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Yo, like, fam, what's going on? What's, really, what's really good though? You got any gripe? It's not, it's so, um, but yeah, in terms of like using, I mean, I'm a big believer as an actor that your own life experience is your most valuable asset. That's your most valuable storytelling device. Like you can't just like put on the skin of someone and think, all right, now I'm this. And it's got to come from your inst- I'm instinctual. And so um, use your own experience, your own feelings, your own little ways and, and mesh that into mm. the character. So it's 50-50. You build a character, but then you're also, you are you in every character. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You're a bit of you in every character. Do you do the, the staying in character thing as well? Because a lot of actors do that, don't they? They'll stay in character for like, especially movie actors I've noticed. They'll mm. be in character for like weeks in the run up to the film and then yeah, when the yeah, film's yeah. shooting, they're in character. Yeah. Sometimes when the film's over, they can't they get can't out of character. character. Yeah. yeah. I, I've done little bits and hints of that. Um, but I would say I can understand why actors would do that, especially if it's a, if it's a lead in something. It's more, I think it's more for a, a, a method of staying focused, actually, amongst the chaos of sets, lights, things changing, location changes, dressing rooms, back and forth. I think it's actually more for just to hold concentration. Um and keep one narrative going through the whole filming process because obviously things can be shot staggered. They can be, you can shoot the, the end first yeah. and out of sequence. So I think for me, I would see it more as a way of just keeping some something ongoing okay. and staying in character. Um, or it would just be fun to try as well. Like I'd, I'd like to try it, but I haven't had to do anything quite as intense as like someone like Daniel Day-Lewis does and, yeah. and take on those roles. But then, you know, I'm not at that level yet. I mean, you know, hopefully one day and then you might hear that, yeah, I've, I'm just, I won't let go of character marks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not David anymore, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new name. <laughs> David, David died. Yeah. <laughs> David died a long time. New phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. man, wicked. And uh, coming up, I see on IMDb, there's something called Tom that you're in. Well, that's a what's, short yeah, film. What's that about a short? Yeah, yeah, I did that just before I went out to Cape Town. Um, that's just doing festivals at the moment. It's a short film, um, which was just a cool little kind of indie project. Uh, the director's kind of new. He's done a few projects, Duncan Christie, and I only had a small little part in that. Um, but it was a it was a production team that coming up, so it was good to work with them and see what they're doing next and make connections that way and um but that's in festivals i think that was at east end film festival a couple of weeks ago um it's gonna play at one called rebel in plymouth i think so it's going around the country mm. at the moment that one okay yeah, cool yeah. and, and what do you bring to the table in that you said it's a, it's a smaller role compared to some of your other stuff that you've done but i was just yeah so uh, it's about two parents in brighton looking for their son who's uh, a drug addict or ex-addict but they're looking for him and they've kind of he's obviously cut off ties with them so they're on the kind of hunt to find him and what's unique about that short film is that you never see spoilers but you never see that guy tom mm, you never mm. see the son so the story is told from the parents point of view of their worry their grief to find their son and they just, they meet a couple of his friends in Brighton. So I'm one of his friends who mm, mm. uh, works in a shop and they come and ask um, me about him. Um, but I thought that was unique. You never see that guy. Mm, y- mm. You just see the parents despair, the parents conflict and how they're dealing with it. And um, yeah, so that's that short film. Yeah. Cool. 
what's the best thing about acting? Like, I've got to be honest, I've, I've, I've had a little dabble, but I wouldn't say I've got enough experience. You're out here acting year in, year out. You've been yeah. doing so for a few years. Like, what's the best thing about it? Business class flights. Ooh, flying. Yeah. That's a, I did that for Troy, yeah. That was the first time I've been on business class. And I was like, this is what? Once you turn you left, you, you can't turn right again. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. That was nice. Um, now, the best thing for me <laughs> is... It might sound really simple, but it's play. It's it's play with you. it's imagination. It's play. It's like a job where you can reinvent yourself. You can. It's fun. I find it really fun. It's it, it's play. Okay, so I'm does down that with make that. Sense? Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, makes sense. And I wanted to do it for a while. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a film geek before anything really, and and it's evolved into TV. But I'm I, you know I watch films and escaped in them and love them and those characters. So I wanted to exist in that world. Um, so it took me a while to get there, but, um, just in terms of like, I moved to London, there was not nothing really in Birmingham where I grew up that for opportunities to do it. Brushed so. off that accent, David. Yeah. Can you bring it back? A little bit. You know what I mean? Like if you like, you know what oh, I mean? I don't know. Good David from Birmingham. From Erdington. I'm from Dudley. From Dudley. Um, but yeah, no, I moved to North London, so it did change a bit. And people were giving me the eye. Yeah. So I was like, I remember the first day in college, I had to read something out and everyone did kind of was like, what is this accent? One guy was like, <laughs> what, are you from Manchester or something? Like, no, no, Birmingham. Like, but, you know, there's a difference. Like. But you moved, you moved to North London, like, which is, you know, there's quite a lot of um, Greek people in North London. Like, so... Are you? Are you? What's your family? Well, my family are from Cyprus. Yeah, so Greek Cypriot. So you must Is, have like fitted in. Well, I, I moved. I didn't move to that part of London, and yeah, my, I've never. My family been brought up, brought us up very British. Okay. So I didn't really know about the the Cyprus. When I moved here, people were like, "Yeah, are you Greek or Turk?" Like it all, I was thrown into this like take aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in Birmingham, I was just I was just Dave. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, and, and my family's kind of mixed anywhere when you go back. There's definitely some Turkish in there, right. anyway, and Middle Eastern. But right. did they grow up the, on, the, on the Greek side of the island? They grew up, uh, no, they grew up in the north, actually. So in the, uh, some in the of Turkish them, side? Yeah, 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 side, before, yeah. And then it was invaded, so some of them lost some of their land. Um, but yeah, they, they're a mixture. Um, right. But like I said, I was brought up to be, to not really think about that too yeah. much. But yeah, when I moved here, yeah, there was like, there were, I was like, that. me and my brother were the only separates really in our area in Birmingham mm. so th they didn't know what that was uh, well, in the Midlands it was definitely it wasn't you're not you know you're not English mm. um, so and I guess I naturally it was more of I, I naturally fell into friendships with um, my Asian friends Caribbean friends uh, or Africa ha African descent because family unit I remember my family lived across the road. My na my nan and granddad lived across the road, so mm. we would always be with family, and that was the same for my friends that were, you know, Jamaican descent or something like that. So we naturally shared that. Where oh yeah, you're not sure. You tell stories about your nan beating you, <laughs> like yeah, standing yeah, yeah. your. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The food as well and stuff like yeah. that. So I naturally fell in to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it depends who's looking at me, and yeah. I, I guess that's with other people that kind of look a bit ambi ambiguous with their ethnicity, like. It depends who's looking at me. Yeah, like, see, now I've, I've yeah. thought, I thought that you were definitely Greek. Like, yeah. that's just why I mentioned when you moved to North London, I was like, 
like, I thought that you moved there because of family reasons. No, no, um, yeah, yeah, not just, that. Just because I've I lived in North London for a little. I live in East London now, but I lived mm. in North London for a little while. And everybody always thinks right. I'm Greek wherever I go. Like like everyone when when I used to DJ in Ionapa in mm. in Cyprus. Like I'd be on the plane and then like Cypriot women women would just chat to me in like Greek and I'd just yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I mean, and my name's Nick as well and like you know, <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic <laughs> like Greek name. It's like yeah, 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 everyone yeah. would just be like, oh, well, you're not Greek. I'm like, no. They're like, oh, you look it. You sure you're not? I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm definitely not. Like, that's definitely, <laughs> see, that's the thing as well. Like Greek Cypriots look different from Greek Greeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Cy- Cyprus has been colonized by everyone. So mm. we look like everyone that's near us. Uh, Egyptians, uh, uh, Syrian. I feel like that's quite similar to like Malta as well. I guess, like, yeah, I've never yeah, been. Like, like Maltese people, it, it's like, you know, some 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 people think that they're um, Middle Eastern, some people yeah. think um, North African, uh, some other people think um, Hispanic even or yeah, Italian. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I guess you can, you can use that to your advantage though, as an actor. Yeah, really. yeah, I mean, definitely. You can, le- you can lean in all those directions and we've kind of seen you like the night manager, another show you're in, you, yeah. you, you play a guy's Arabic. Freddie Hamid, yeah, 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 he was Egyptian. So. Egyptian, sorry, yeah. No, 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 definitely. I mean, but I'll still want it to have legitimacy like yeah. uh, and, and, and should. Like, I'm not going to play a role that is completely devoid. When it comes to ethnic background, you, you should be more cautious of it. So... Um, I mean, my nan has always said for ages we have Egyptian roots. I actually do one of them DNA tests because for my own curiosity, and uh, yeah, we have North African descendancy somewhere. Um, but yeah, like it, it has it has worked out. But then sometimes the opposite can occur where when they're casting a role that they want specifically a certain look, uh, specifically say um, a more Iraqi look or a more Turkish look or that can maybe not go in my favor because I look a bit, I look too much like bits of everyone. Okay, mm. cool. So, um, but I, I, I'm just trying to be a dope actor okay. for all of that. Yeah. So do you kind of want to miss that typecasting kind of thing? Do you, do you want to keep your roles varied? Definitely. You, I, I don't think you can miss it, especially when you start out and, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm brand new and I was brand new. Um, so I didn't get any nepotism. I didn't get anything like that. And I've had to, to play maybe a few stereotypes or play a, a few different roles. But um, I, like I said, as, as time goes on, um, I hope they just see me for that, for the actor and, and don't put anything on it. Mm. Um, and just, yeah, they're just like David's dope. So like okay. bring him in. Yeah. All right. So we skip forward like five years. Yeah. You're a rude boy actor, <laughs> even more so than you are now. You've got that producer money. Right, Boy. you can make your own production. You got that Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise money. You got that Tom Cruise weight where you can green light stuff with just a phone call. Mm. What are you Whoa. making, David? Because Tom Cruise will be like Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah, Nine, yeah. he's still 10. he's still knocking out the yeah. Mission Impossible. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna do building. all my stunts. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do all my stunts. Yeah, yeah like I went to the cinema yesterday. In fact, I saw uh, a Quiet Place, and uh, there was a the trailer for another Mission Impossible. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, yeah. what he's the hell? Can't chat to Tom. Out. Yeah, he, he bust his ankle, didn't he? Yeah, he mashed up his ankle. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 like doing a stunt. You can find it online. It's online. And let's yeah. not get it twisted. He's not a young man. Yeah. And he's out here doing full action. But, but anyway, sorry. It's like Jackie Chan, though, bro. Yeah. It's like next yeah. level. I just don't think you can talk to those guys, can you? Yeah, they yeah. want to do the stunts. They want to make it real. So yeah. they're doing them like, whether it's strapping yourself to a side of a plane like Tom Cruise done in the last mm-hmm. Mission Possible. Anyway, you got that Tom Cruise money, that green light ability. You're stepping up to the table. What kind of stuff do you want to be doing, man? Oh, man. Will you I be mean, doing? Um, I think I think naturally we'd all want to tell stories that are close to us. So like, I've got tons of stories about my family I'd want to tell and just their 
journey uh, of different things of being in like I said Birmingham and in Cyprus maybe and then in London um, something like that um, and then neighborhood story like things that I've experienced growing up something like that like um, I mean I'm a working class guy so I would like to see some working class stories more of those stories and characters mm. be glorified rather than vilified and the, you know you can like for example like you know my, my area is quite tough but i like games so it's seen as a bit of a geeky thing so i could mix with the guys that are a bit hard but i could also go and be a total geek in my mm. bedroom mm. so again like stories like that it's not just okay you're from like the estate so you it must mean you you're tough in it and mm. well, yeah a little bit but then you can also be vulnerable you mm. can you can like uh other things so stories around that world if i was if i was thinking but it, I, again i wouldn't want to limit myself i mean i love comedy i like dark comedy so <laughs> something like i mean i love four lions yeah you seen four lions yeah, 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 yeah i so love good. that film uh, like uh, it just balanced perfectly out this really intense serious subject with absurd humor yeah mm. and i was like that was amazing so something on that tone maybe um yeah Okay. Like who, who's? I mean, this might be a, you know a cliched question, but you know, if if you could pick up the phone tomorrow to anyone, and you know they 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 say yes, like who would you love to work with? Like just 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 one name, because obviously the list can be very long. This, what act, anyone like actors? Yeah, or like an act, actor. Or? If you if you could pick oh up the phone God. tomorrow and be like, boom, me and you, movie tomorrow. Like who would that one person be I on mean, speed though? So my two favorite actors still live in uh forest whitaker and gary oldman okay oh wow so okay. either of yeah. those guys right, okay. if we're reaching for the yeah yeah like the top i mean other than that i mean he's he's so and i've been blessed to work with a lot of good actors like malachi kirby i think is mm -hmm. a tough actor um the all the brothers that are in brothers no games efren jay isaac i think they're all tough um so it would be like and i'd want to do that like I'd want to work with my friends and I know sometimes it, 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 you cr you criticize if you see people working with the same people not open it up sometimes but if I had the ability and it was like a passion project yeah I'd definitely bring in actors that I'm a fans of and work with them but yeah Forrest Whitaker Gary Oldman okay, okay. right okay. alright I mean there's like, nothing wrong with working with your friends Seth Rogen no, does it all the time yeah like, yeah he brings his mates in yeah, yeah, that film that film The End I don't know if you see yeah, it yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. literally crazy yeah. ass passion project yeah, of a film yeah, like, yeah, but it's yeah. so good I saw it on a flight to New York I think when I went to New York I just like I, I, weirdly enough I hadn't I hadn't even heard of it like I just but I love Seth Rogen I couldn't yeah, believe yeah. I hadn't heard of it so I just like found it and I was like what is this banged it on I was just pissing myself yeah. man it's just <laughs> they, they basically play themselves but obviously like cliched versions yeah, yeah. Of, of who they are and like I just watch it and I think oh, I'd love to be in their friendship circle yeah, and yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. that like just busting joke 24 exactly. 7 exactly. literally literally okay so we asked you that question. I mean, Nick, who would you call if you could pick up the phone, actually, real quick? If I had to pick one name, and this is probably, like, super cliched, but I just love Denz. Like, Denzel, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, right. I think in my line of work, I get to meet a lot of people. Like, even if, even if I don't interview them directly for my radio show, there's lots of famous people that come into the building at work, uh, at Radio 1 and 1 Extra. Um but I think if Denzel came in the building, I'd be like gassed, mm -hmm. you know, same yeah. as if um, 
even Samuel L. If Samuel L. came in the building, yeah. I'd be gassed. Yeah. There's only a few people that I'd be like that for because I've met I've met Jay Z in the past and mm. like I was excited, but I like I wasn't gassed. I met Drake. Like I've mm. met quite a few people, but I feel like it's movie stars more than musicians for me. Maybe because mm. we're a music radio station and I'm so used to seeing music people coming in and out of the building. But when those big A list movie stars come mm. in, I'm always like, wow. Like Leonardo mm. DiCaprio as well. Oh, actually, The Rock. The Rock. Oh my God! Oh, I'd love yeah, to pick up the name. phone to The yeah, Rock. Yeah, that would be that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Him, him, or, or Big <sighs> Willie would be me. Like Mr. Smith. Yeah, just because yeah, of yeah, the yeah. just because of the so history. many man. It's so yeah. like for me yeah. for me to just pick one would be so hard. Do you know what? Actually, you should just go to the top and say Scorsese. Yeah, <laughs> hook me up. Direct to Wise. Yeah, bring definitely. me in because then, then you get the pick of the you get the pick of the bunch. Yeah, yeah. Scorsese yeah. is tough. Um. All right. So we've gone through the best bits of acting. Who you'd pick up the phone to? What's the hardest thing about being an actor, though? Be honest with us. I know you're an honest guy, oh. David. A lot of people be like, "Oh no, it's just all amazing," and you know, just like, what's you know, what's hard, man? Um, the older I'm getting, it's more security. Mm. Um, I, and I'm quite brave, so I'm not too bothered about that. I don't let that drive what I'm doing. Like I, I started acting in '08 when the recession started, and then even luckily I didn't know what the recession really was, so I was just like quit a few other like day jobs to do it but then I had to take them back up anyway <laughs> um so but no the older i'm getting it is more like it's security it's just like okay um i'm in this kind of precarious career which is exciting in one sense but it is very it, it can turn at any moment yeah. in a way and it's not it might not be your fault um but it could be the it could be the industry, you know, yeah. the mood but, of it changes. I mean, you're also within your career, especially you know uh, the, the the career of acting. Mm. You're essentially one, always one job away from from making it like big. You know, yeah, if you, if you yeah. get if you get one particular job, I mean, look at all those people in Game of Thrones, for example. Mm. You know, like. People that went into Game of Thrones at the start, they they probably could never have predicted how big it was going yeah. to be. And now look, they those people are set for life, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and that's yeah. the thing that I always I always find fascinating about acting. You could get a script tomorrow for a show that is a great show, yeah. Um, and you're like, yeah, I want to do this. And you could just be like, you know, even if I get one or two series seasons out of this, that'd be great. But it could be the next Breaking Bad, the next exactly. Game of Thrones, and and then then you're set. Yeah. But then yeah, on yeah. the flip side of that. On what you're saying, you know, that show might never come. It's like, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. like I totally get that that must be quite stressful, you know, to live with those. You almost have to try and ignore those, not ignore, but don't let those thoughts govern your career. Yeah, and they, and they haven't. But like I said, I'm getting, I'm, I'm 32. So, and I still feel young and see that as young, but you just start thinking when I started, I was like 22. And it's different. It's a different time. So now I'm just thinking, I am actually thinking of like mature things mm. in the future mm. and mm. investments. Brandy in hand. Whilst Brandy whilst it's a Kano. Yeah. Like cigar. Yeah. So that's the only way to live life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have a drop. Like there's, there's nothing else. I mean, nothing else. It's nothing that's like, exclusive to acting really. Mm. And every industry has it, you know, like you might work with someone you might not like or yeah. Um, the, you might have to take a cheaper job to get to the bigger job. Um, so I, I yeah. think at thirty-two, you're definitely thinking about things differently to twenty-two. At twenty-two, yeah. you're not necessarily thinking about I want to get a mortgage in a yard. You know, yeah. you, 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 that, but at thirty-two, you're thinking about that stuff. And yeah, exactly. you know, children. If you haven't got children, it's it's, it's very different time in your life. Yeah, you know? that's it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, David, uh, I can't not talk about your hair on the, <laughs> on, on the podcast. Time. I mean. This is a podcast. You're using your ears to listen, but let me set the scene right now. I'm looking at some 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 strong growth, some locks. 
that are very smooth. Now, there's a, a secret to your hair. And and firstly, I'd like you to, to, to divulge uh, or I'd like you to share. Uh, what, share, the what, hair. What, share the hair skills. Yeah, how, oh, it's a great story, Nick. And also, I want to know how, how you transfer this hair hair um, uh, styling to to shoots because it must be quite an interesting conversation every time you talk about your hair. So yeah, we, we was it in the last podcast we spoke? Yeah, it was a Marcus. Did I just yeah. drop it? And your I, face actually was a bit like, "What?" Is there's, that? there's clearly a story behind this that I don't know yet, so I'm I'm intrigued. It was just that I found someone showed me a blogger online that does like hair products, natural hair products, and um, it was a, a friend recommended. I just might work for you, so like wavy, curly, thick hair, and it's flaxseed gel. It's a homemade flaxseed gel that you make from flaxseeds. Okay. It's, it's that straightforward. But then you add like, you can how, add how lavender. Do you make, yeah, how do we start? All right, let's, let's talk, talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, uh, I'm interested because I like, I like the hair chat, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Hair chat's big. So you boil up flaxseeds and after a couple of minutes, gel starts to be secreted from the seeds and you filter out the seeds and the gel. You just like separate them and then you let the gel cool down and then you mix in the gel certain oils of your choice. So it could be lavender. It could be lang lang oil is one it could be rosemary and it's to obviously preserve that gel for as long as possible and give it a nice scent but why that gel is good is specifically for like wavy hair thick curly hair it just kind of it's a natural way of relaxing it keeping it uh, just not leaving like residue after as well some of these gels can like obviously leave like bits or make it too hard and it damages your hair it was just a natural remedy Mm. that, that i came across and for someone who, for most of my life, I've had short hair. I used to just have a number one or two and a, a fade. And then I grew it for the acting more because I, f- I was finding I was being seen and considered for more roles as I grew my hair. But I'm quite a lazy person. Right. So it was like, I was just getting annoyed at my hair. Put, this gel doesn't work because my, my hair is so thick. It just absorbs everything. And it's a Brillo pad. So this flaxseed gel basically was the best remedy. Right. So now we know how you do it. Right. Does your agent have the recipe and send that out when you team, go on the job? The whole uh, team. Or when you turn up on the first day, the you throw a tub of it have, down throw or throw it the down. paperwork that the ingredients I walk have. into the audition with a tub of it and if you can't deal with this this gel, you can't deal with me. <laughs> so we're not doing business. You're comfortable with that. Okay. But, um, so you, you're thinking about bringing out a, a line of hair care oh, products. Sh- you're I forward thinking, yeah. Nick. Oh Trust my God. Me. Avery. The Avery <laughs> range. I'm saying, man. Avery range. Avery range. Sounds good. Your hair's, well, you know what? Your hair's looking good. Yeah, I got that Avery. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's okay. banging on the Avery. My goodness. You know I mean? Yes. yes. There's definitely some legs in that. Yeah, um, well, I mean, we've got the intellectual property now on yeah, how I think to kill an hour. Officially, the IP is us. So yeah. what, what do we take, Nick? 20%? Yeah, yeah. Each or 10 between us? Or 20 between us? Uh, we'll, we'll have to do... I think 15 each is a good right, number. Cool. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, we could go got Dragon's Den with that. Do you think that's a strong Dragon's Den idea? I reckon you just that. roll in the room with no product and then just start putting it in and they go, oh, shit. Slap it on. Yes. Yeah, don't say what it is. Just whop out the hob and, yeah. the, and the saucepan. Yeah. Boil up those yeah, black, yeah, exactly. black seeds. And they'll yeah. be like, what are you cooking for us? You'll be like, the little dragons. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just watch. No talking. Watch. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So honestly, <laughs> like when you get on set, do you talk to the makeup artist and say, listen, all that shit you've got over there, <laughs> yeah, all that L'Oreal bollocks. Move that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the one. Slap your stuff down and say, this is it. I have right done now. that. I have done that. I'm not going to lie. I've gone in and I've said... Uh, I respect your craft and your th- and do your thing, but trust me, this is here. 
Yeah. And if you, your stuff doesn't work, this works. Yeah, how does that okay. work in, when you when you go to like South Africa? Do you have to take some with you? He has I to did, ask them to grow flaxseed over there, his specific <laughs> type of flaxseed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. send the seeds in advance. <laughs> well, they, for that, they did ask me before the job of like, they ask everyone your skin allergies or anything like that. But um, I ended up growing everything out anyway, and they didn't really use much product. So right, okay. That was fine. But other jobs, yeah, like with Freddie, because he had his hair slicked back mm. and, and kind of wet. Yeah, I had to... I had to warn them and, and a few, you know, like d uh, dabs later of this gel. It was like, no, we need more. And I'm like, trust me, you should like spray a little bit of water. I'm like, no, no, you need more than that. I used to have to dunk my head into a sink and like really engulf it to... To be free, could you not have used your flaxseed for that? Or would that have not have given it the right? Have, I wasn't make. I haven't made some in a long time. I told you downstairs, I haven't made oh, a, long, a long time. You need to make. Don't a, tell them. You need to make up like a just a a, a vat of it. You know, yeah. like a year's. Oh, but it goes yeah. off though. Yeah, for every three months. Ah, every three months see, you got quite a good shelf life though for yeah, something that's natural. That's and also, you, natural. You, you said you were lazy. I'm lazy because when you started telling that story, when you already the, when, you yeah, out. when you were like, when you were like, oh, you got a boil. I was like, no, nah. already like that. Yeah. Yeah. You switched beans. off. Yeah, I was like, no, nah. unless yeah. it's, be it's yeah. beans with my breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to yeah. boil that. Yeah. Nah, yeah. straight away. Yeah. Nah, nah, I was, I checked out. I was like, you can't buy it from the shop, Matt. Not yet. Oh man. Right. So, David, this show is called How to Kill an Hour. Right. How do you like to kill time oh when you're goodness. not working? Well, well, um, I was thinking about this. I mean, I've recently, because for a good while, I kind of banned myself from my consoles because I love playing games. Right. But um, I'm still not up to date totally. So I've still got my Wii. I've still got my PS2 and my PS3. So, and I like to replay certain games every year. PS2. PS2, definitely. Wow. The two. Yeah. That's when the, the control two. pad's still connected to the console. Yeah. Wow. Was it the slimline one or was it the, the, the fat one? I had to get, I had to update and get a slimline because right. the fat one, my fat one broke. Okay. So I've got a slim, but um, if I'm ever going to go on my PS2, I'll, or it's always either Warriors. Warriors is the one. It's my favorite. That's, 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 that's my favorite game. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite game of all time. Um, and then my PS3 I mean I like God of War I like the God of War okay. games I haven't played the new one but I'm very intrigued new one's very good okay very good maybe a reason for you to buy a PS4 yeah yeah okay. it could be um, what was the other ones I've got I mean Fight Night I like boxing games right so I'm always I'd be prone to do a boxing game versus a football game I like okay. pro back in the day okay um, Fight Night and what else have I been playing um, Far Cry a bit of Far Cry is yeah. quite good um, yeah, that's what. If I'm so, going, which Far Cry do you play then? I got. Um, what have I got? Three or four? Okay, because the, the latest Far Cry. I think it's time for a new console, man. There's some new. There's some new titles out there, man. I, I don't want to tempt you. Though. I don't. Want, I don't want you playing console so much. That's that what I mean. You're not going out there doing auditions, mate. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, you're not making that flaxseed oil. So that your hair's <laughs> luxurious. It's it, in the gel. It's funny though, isn't it? Like how like retro gaming. It's. It, it turns super niche, but I feel like it's making a big comeback in a big mm. way. Like the, the NES Mini and the SNES Mini came out and you couldn't get mm. hold of them for love nor money. People were reselling them on eBay and stuff for yep. like hundreds over the retail price. I managed to get a SNES Mini actually like from, from game. I just rolled in to, to the one yeah. in, in where I live and they had two in stock. So I was sure. like, yeah, That's I should have sh bought the second one as well. Yeah, man, it, yeah. But, what, are you, what are you playing on the SNES Mini? Uh, mainly... Um, Mario, um, Super Mario, like Yoshi's Island. You remember that one? Yeah. Um, mm. So, so mainly that. But um, I haven't played it that much because 
I bought my Nintendo Switch not long afterwards. And mm. again, on that, I'm playing Super Mario Odyssey. And that's just like revolutionized my life, really, because I'm just playing that on the tube, on the train, on mm. the planes, on the bus. Like, I'm just playing it everywhere. I best, think I would me- go for a Switch, sorry, yeah. if I was to update before maybe PS. Yeah, that's like it's so city. portable, bruv. If, if yeah, in your line yeah. of work as well, yeah, you could, yeah, like, yeah. if you're, you're, you're traveling to different places, yeah. you know, Super Mario. Yeah. It's such a um, vast game as well in terms of like the st- you might get through the story quite quickly, but you collect moons it throughout the game. And if mm. you want to collect all of the moons, that is a that's a mm. big job. And Zelda, Zelda looks Zelda, Zelda yeah. is Very an good, amazing, yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. game. Uh, and also with the Switch now, what you're finding is with other titles, they're starting to port them over to the Switch eventually. So kind of mm. like when you release a book, you drop a hardback first and you drop a mm. paperback yeah, a few yeah, months, yeah. like three months later. Uh, you're starting to get games that are dropping three months later, the Switch version of it. And also now, increasingly, you're getting versions of the game out on Switch when mm. your version releases as well. So, yeah, man. I like To mm. be fair, like, you know, obviously I know we've played a lot of Nintendo today, so it's kind of at the forefront of our minds. But as a mm. console, still a good console. Like it's Nick said, one, it's yeah. portable, man. Take it with you. Yeah, play, it on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. play it on business class. Yeah. Or, or you can dock it into the TV as well. Play dock it on the TV? Yeah, so it comes with a dock. So you throw it into the dock that plugs into the TV. Right, and you right down there next to, next to Bill's foot. That's, yeah. the, that's wow. the the actual consoles in there, so you yeah. pull that out, and that's the screen, and then you collect uh, connect the Joy Cons to either side of it, and yeah, that's the one. wicked man, that's what's wicked. Good. Right, anyway, I think it's time for us to get out of here, man. Uh, we've definitely killed more than an hour here, out here. Thank you very much for popping down to the show, David, man. And uh, if we haven't already, I mean, I, I know I've already seen the show on the BBC, but Troy, we can check that out on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. BBC iPlayer here in the UK, but then if you're outside the UK, Netflix. Okay, yep. cool. And once you're once you're big enough, you know, and you need some like extras in some of your shows, you yes. definitely holler at me and Marcus, you <laughs> yes. know, bin men, bar men, you know, all of yeah, them man. all of them type jobs. I don't I yeah. don't want like a cool job. I nah. want like, you know, like you remember when Nick Grimshaw from the Radio One Breakfast Show uh, was doing a thing where he managed to get into each of the soaps as a uh, as an extra? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was in EastEnders mopping the floor. Yeah, it's like, it like you're right, Alfie. I was just mopping the floor, and then he, the next day he was like in the in the wool pack on Emmerdale, and the day after that he's in the Vic in Corrie. It's like, yeah, proper oh, sick. I want that man. Yeah, get yeah. a little one liner. I'll take a one liner. Hey, yeah, hey, one-liner. hey, you dropped your wallet. That's what yeah, I want. Exactly. Yeah, right, okay, yeah, 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 like, yeah, like super, like beyond prestigious. Yeah, yeah so understated. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Or you're walking your dog yeah. and it takes a shit and I'm like, are you going to leave that there? You know what I mean? Like shit like that. You know, like that's what I want. You know? It's done. Yes, it's man. Done. All right. Well, thank you very much for killing some time with us. I've been Marcus Bronzy. I've been Nick Bright. David Avery. Yeah, man. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Oh, before I let you go, though, don't forget, join the fam and find out all about the stuff that we're killing time with. Plus, we'll let you know when we've dropped episodes before anyone else does. All you got to do is go to howtokillanhour.com forward slash news and we will sign you up click a link in the show description as well because we'll put one in there for you too stay blessed even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.